independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Life got more expensive. Republicans pay attention to this. It's a roadmap if you want to win. Because it looks like that momentum that the Democrats have is slowing down and it's starting to spin back in your way. So if you want to win, pay attention to what is going on. It's another 0.75% interest rate hike from the Fed, the Federal Reserve's third interest rate hike in a row, an effort to tamp down on sky-high inflation, rising at the fastest pace since the 1980s. The three-quarters of a percent hike means borrowing costs on everything from credit cards to car loans and mortgages will go up, but savings accounts will earn more interest on deposits. Ooh, so if you did now every, every quarter you can get a nickel more. Who lives off savings accounts? Come on now. Hello. More expensive. Erp, erp, erp. More expensive. Erp, erp, erp. Here is what you do. Focus on the things that matters. Our boss here always says uh, at the local station, uh, uh, major in the majors, minor in the minors. Meaning, don't major in the minors. Don't, Don't go out and do something big and talk about something that doesn't matter. What matters? The economy, stupid. It matters. It's in front of you. It's your job. It is your putting food on the table, keeping the lights on in the house, having a house to keep said lights on. It's your today and tomorrow. That's what matters. And the polls are showing it. They are. And the polls in a much different way. Why is that? From the week of June 13th through this week, or Friday of last week, number one thing in America, jobs. Number two things, taxes. Then they kind of go all over the place. Donald Trump, I don't know, who who cares, honestly? We'll touch on it, like, briefly, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he's not the president. And we don't want him to be. That's fine. But he's not playing a part in your life. Let him get, Stop letting him live rent-free in your head, for God's sakes, at this point. Wages. I throw that in with jobs. Ukraine. That's a big thing. These are all things that are number one ranked on Google search over time in the U.S. And for the first time appearing, border. There's a roadmap here of what people are paying attention to. Abortion was up there for a while. It's now down right around 20. But what's remained steady, jobs, economy, jobs, economy, day-to-day life, jobs, economy. Say it with me, jobs, economy. There you go. There you go. Keep going. It affects us all. Absolutely. The price of food at the grocery store has gone up, and there's no telling when it'll go back down. It's pretty tough out here for the prices, yeah. I bought some pickles yesterday at the grocery store, and they were $5. I was in shock. And ice cream was $7, and I was in shock yesterday. I've actually started pickling a lot, like canning stuff, just because I think it's going to get a lot worse. I do a little bit each each time because it's just me and my husband, probably maybe like... $40 a week, we spend like $100 a week probably now. There is your constituents. There are the people. Inflation. Now, it's not all the doing. This is not a a normal situation. We get that. We had COVID. 
but then, you know, everybody wanted to be Pied Piper. We gave out money at first, which was ridiculous. Uh, the, the first time, fine. The second time, mm. the third time, you know, uh, you, you know, hold my beer, said Biden. And away goes all this money. It's nuts. States giving out money. We're giving out money to the states. So the so so we're raising rates. Well, why do we raise rates? I'm going to give you. I'm going to keep it simple, stupid as possible for everybody out there because it's the easy kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Think of it this way: it's about momentum, okay? And the whole thing is to try to put yourself on. You know, imagine if you're a little off balance. You want to put yourself back in balance, okay? So I'm put myself back in balance, okay? Okay. So what's happened is. We've handed out so much, we've gotten kind of heavy in the front, and we're leaning, and we're starting to lean forward, and we're going a little bit too fast. And we're going from a, from, a, from a walk to a brisk walk to, if we continue to get to the point where we're running, well, that could become hyperinflation. We don't want that. So we try to balance it out by raising rates, try to balance it out, but all of a sudden, if we do it too much, we're going to take too many steps backwards, and oh, no, and we're going to go into recession. It's, think of it as a dance, trying to find that balance between everything. And as we know, not everybody is good at dancing, and the feds usually aren't. But when you hear people say it's $5 for pickles, Producer Phil, you are a, the resident chef on the show. Uh, is that a lot for pickles? I have no idea what a pickle cost. You know, I haven't bought pickles, but yesterday I bought eggs, and they were like two seventy nine. What are they normally? Buck 80. Oh. Mm. Wow. That's, uh, as you can tell, I don't do the grocery shopping. Uh, plus, I live in the middle of the Valley of the Dirt People. Stuff's a little bit more expensive because we're just out in the middle of godforsaken nowhere. That being said, that's big. Seven bucks. I do know $7 for a gallon of ice cream is insane. Right? Like, you know, that's usually one of those things that's, oh, you don't even know this is Godiva chocolate. Okay, whatever. No, that's not that. Here's something else to think about, too. Uh, why people eat out so much? Because that's been the big thing. It's why are so many people eating out? Restaurants are packed and, and certain things like that. Well, there's a reason, in particular, fast food. I can go go get uh, a cheeseburger out of McDonald's and some fries and spend about five bucks, six bucks. I come in here and to try to go get a grilled chicken salad. To buy the chicken alone is going to cost me 10, 12 bucks. The, uh, the salad mix will cost you $4, let alone dressing, if you're eating dressing. So, you know, it's eating the, the healthy stuff is way more expensive. Absolutely. Healthy stuff, way more expensive. We have a problem. We like to eat in this country, and the stuff that is good for you is more expensive. The stuff that is bad for you, especially if you're feeding many, well, it's less expensive. It is. It's not over. The cost of everything has gone up. It's not over. The Fed hike, well, why it matters is simple. Everything got more expensive. Everything. I said at the beginning of the thing, everything got more expensive. If you're borrowing money, it got more expensive. The house that you could have bought in January, if you try to buy it today, well, you go from a five-bedroom, three-bath home or a four-bedroom, two-bath home down to a three-bedroom, two-bath home down to a two-bedroom, two-bath home. Same price. Oh. Yeah. You want to borrow money for a car. That went up. Many of you out there are seeing your credit card bills going, oh, my God, I'm trying to pay this thing off. I haven't even spent any money, but rates are going up. And if you own a small business, you understand what this means. Because your line of credit at 
your lending institution, your bank, whatever it is, you're borrowing money off that. Your HELOC, even for some people who have really small businesses, and that's how you're seeing this thing rise, understanding that that's how you get your payroll. That's how you add that extra truck if you're, you know, like a like an electrical company or an HVAC company. That's what that is. And you're thinking to yourself, man, it's got more expensive. I was thinking about adding another guy, but uh, it's going to be tight now. That's why this matters. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. The other thing to matter. So locally, you know, for us, you know, our day-to-day lives, that, that's, that hits us right in the grundle. Right there. But if we were to go, what's the global story? Well, there is only one global story. There is only one. And that is Russia. And that is Ukraine. And the U.N. yesterday, uh, some words were spoken. A permanent member of the United Nations Security Council invaded its neighbor, attempted to erase the sovereign state from the map. Russia has shamelessly violated the core tenets of the United Nations Charter. This war is about extinguishing Ukraine's right to exist as a state. That should make your blood run cold. This world should see these outrageous acts for what they are. Putin claims he had to act because Russia was threatened. But no one threatened Russia. And no one other than Russia sought conflict. Yeah. Nobody else but Russia saw conflict. They saw the boogeyman of the Nazis. What they really saw was an encroachment of the West. Meaning there would be less control and power potentially for Putin. And his buddies. That's what they saw. And the fact that Zelensky was flirting with NATO also upset him. Because the last thing he wants, as he saw it, was, you know, the, the, the wolves at the door, right? The barbarians are at the gates. Well, now the barbarians are at the gates. And he's threatening. We're going to talk about that. And maybe the plan he has which is kind of scary, that was brought up in an article, I think it was the New York Times, or the Washington Post, one of those, uh, you know, East Coasty papers that are apparently rather popular amongst the blue checkmark society. But it, uh, an interesting point in them about Russia and where is Russia? Meaning, mm, is some of this Russia now? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, Raycons. Best earbuds around when you're listening to Chad Benson show and your podcast. You're like, oh, man, if only I had better earbuds. What do you do now with Raycons? The everyday earbuds are incredible. Half the price of other, you know, quote, unquote, super quality premium earbuds. They're not even close to what Raycon. The sound they'll deliver is amazing. They've got several different modes you can listen to it in. Isolation mode, awareness mode, your regular mode. I mean, it's just simple to use. Easy, incredible, eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, 49,000 five-star reviews, and the fit is the thing to me that separates it. Because when it fits right, everything else, well, it's just makes, it's the, it's, the sound quality is incredible. If it doesn't fit right, no matter how good you think the sound quality is, it doesn't, it, it doesn't fit. This fits amazing. You're going to get soft gel tips, several of them. You find the one that fits right with your ear, and boom, you'll hardly notice they're there. Get your Raycons now. Save an extra 15%. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. An extra 15% off right now. Buyraycon.com slash chad. A little bit more about the Ukraine. 
Some immigration, a lot of stuff to squeeze into. And we're going to try to, it's a big show today. But we're going to do all we can to squeeze it all in. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. We have no choice but to defend ourselves. We do it. We push the aggressor beyond the internationally recognized border of the Ukrainian state. Yes, and that's important. The internationally recognized border of the Ukraine and why that's important. So earlier this week or two days ago when we were all sleeping, woke up to find the news yesterday morning that uh, old Pooter there has uh, has conscripted, if you will, called to arms 300 plus thousand people to come and help him fight this just police action or whatever the hell they're calling it this week because Ukraine of course is evil and bad and they were run by Nazis and they were you know getting ready to attack uh, at any moment and oh but he did say he would go nuclear if pushed, if any part of Russia was attacked. And why that matters is this week they are going to have voting in four Ukrainian regions. Ooh. Starting Friday in uh, Luhansk and uh, Kershan and partially Russian-controlled Zapsaritsa and Donetsk. And I'm sure there's, there's going to be super above board. All of these, totally. Uh, and on whether or not they should be Russia, part of Russia, or part of the Ukraine. Where do you know what's going to be? It's going to be Russia. Then, what happens? Well, as far as they're concerned, if you attack any part of Russia, them claiming that now to be Russia, you will be attacking Russia in whole. He's dangerous. He's backed into his corner. He's getting his ass Handed to him. Period. Case closed. End of story. That's dangerous. Very dangerous. At the UN, President Biden Uh, condemned Putin. This is calling, calling up more soldiers. Join the fight. President Putin has made overt nuclear threats against Europe. Cannot seize a nation's territory by force. Hours earlier, President Putin, in a rare admission the war isn't going to plan, said he had no choice but to call up more troops because the West is trying to use the war in Ukraine to break Russia apart. Putin threatened to use nuclear weapons to stop that. Yeah. And so now declaring these portions of Ukraine, now Russia, which, by the way, nobody, including anybody UN, is going to acknowledge that. 
gives him the say the, the place to say, well, we're going to we're going to do what? Well, if we have to, we'll defend ourselves. And you've now attacked us. You, Ukraine, have now attacked us on what we consider now our sovereign land. And in doing so, we feel we can do whatever the hell we want to you. And they're going to say not only if you attacked us, but you're using NATO. Guns, ammunition. Oh, the potential for this thing to escalate. It, it, we're past that now. It's escalating. He's calling up as many as he can. And how many is he really getting? That's a big question. Eh, not a lot. Facing heavy losses in Ukraine, President Putin announced a partial military mobilization. The Russian president is looking for 300,000 reserve troops to fight his war. But instead, Russians are mobilizing on the streets of Moscow, chanting, send Putin to the trenches. Other Russians are fleeing the country. Flights from Moscow to all visa-free destinations selling out quickly. There are also long lines of cars heading to Finland, which has open borders. Yeah. Follow a couple of people on the old YouTube, and uh, uh, my uncle follows some of them as well. He sent me one yesterday where this girl comes home from, you know, she's going to college, and uh, she's crying because some of her uh, classmates have been called up. And they know what's coming. They know they're cannon fodder. They know they're cannon fodder. That's scary. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Chad Benson Show. Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The economy, stupid. Absolutely, it's the economy. Number one thing, been Googled, month in and month out, jobs, economy essentially, inflation. But number 10, in with a bullet, this is Casey Kasem, and here's number 10. It's our long-distance dedication from a small little enclave called Martha's Vineyard. And I say that because it's ugly and nasty. People are starting to understand that. Look, I don't fault anybody for coming here. Again, we're the beacon on the hill. Opportunities abound. Do the same damn thing if I was in their shoes. So let's not all pretend that I would never do. No, you would. You absolutely would. To feed your family, to escape a life of poverty and and corruption and crime, you would first try to do everything you could in your country. And then when desperation set in, you would flee the opportunities that uh, you don't have there for opportunities that you could find here. That being said, we are still a nation of laws, kind of, sort of, because none of us really understand what any of those laws are, <laughs> because nobody fo- follows them. Case in point, what's going on with DeSantis sending those those poor migrants to 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 Martha's Vineyard? How dare he do that? I mean, we know how horrible that was. It was awful, and they hated it. They did. They hated it. It was just, it was the worst thing that ever happened to them. It's, 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 it's horrible. 
Most of them didn't even know Martha's Vineyard existed when they were brought here. Some thought they had just landed in New York or somewhere. They didn't know this was an island. And they left here a few minutes ago. They moved to Cape Cod, to the joint base in Cape Cod, with new clothes, new cell phones, having talked to lawyers for the first time and saying that they were actually brought to paradise. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it wasn't so bad. So what's going on now? Well, now the lawyers get at them. Right. So here's what's going to happen now, because we're America and only us are this stupid. In what country in the world are you allowed to enter illegally into a country violating its laws and within a week be in court suing the very government whose laws you've just violated? Well, that's what we hear today, that the 48 migrants from Venezuela who violated our laws a week ago and entered the country illegally are now suing. They're now in court. They have a lawyer and they're suing. This is incredible. No other country in the world would allow that. Yeah. But we do. We've got no direction. We're, we're, when it comes to this, we're rudderless. And you remember what happened in Martha's Vineyard. It's, oh, my God, we need federal help. Call an emergency meeting. You have all these people out there losing their blanking minds because 50 people have showed up here. What are we going to do? What's going to happen? Uh, but I thought our border was secure. We have... A secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. We have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. The border is secure. 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 I do not think you know what that word means. Inconceivable. It's not. It's not secure. It's a mess. It's a hot mess. They freaked out over 50 people. New York, over the space of what, three months since it's gone on, they've lost their, oh God, oh God, what are we going to do? What are we going to, people are showing up here. Oh God, oh God, what are we going to do? You're feeling the pain. DC, feel the pain. Chicago, feel the pain. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Do you want to hear what it's really like at the border? Do, do, do you want to have an understanding of what it is like at the border compared to these places that lost their ever-loving minds? Listen to what El Paso's thinking about doing or trying to do. Three of the six members of the El Paso City Council have drafted a letter to Mayor Oscar Leeser. It urges him to issue a disaster declaration in hopes of receiving state or federal aid to help offset the cost of accommodating the estimated 1,500 undocumented immigrants who arrive every day. The letter says that El Paso spends about $300,000 daily to feed and house the newly arrived. The three council members who have signed it say the crush of people makes providing respectful and humane services to the migrants almost impossible. $300,000 a day. $300,000 a day. And they lost their mind over a few. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. $300,000. By the way, El Paso right now is ground central for what is going on. You know, it, depending on the time of the year, uh, there's usually a steady flow, but some places will pick up more than others. Sometimes the resources will be dedicated in certain areas, so that causes the cartels to, to move in other directions and push them there. $300,000 in El Paso. Imagine what that's like. And by the way, Yuma, 
they're still averaging about eight to nine hundred a day. So they're probably spending at least $150,000 a day. Hence the reason why immigration is landed front and center. The stunt, political, whatever it was that was caused to, you know, caused for such alarming uh, things that, that, that DeSantis did that he got called, you know, he, he's a dictator, he's a, you know, authoritarian. This is what happened in Nazi Germany. It's now undeniable. 2.5 million people so far. We still have another month before we go. All right, we're done. Let's count how many people having been countered, crossed the border. It's going to be close to 3 million. We're setting records. That's not good. Republicans, it's a winning issue right now. The Democrats know they have nowhere to go with this. They have nowhere to go. Because even in Democratic cities, their eyes have been opened up. Okay, we can't allow this. We're a border state now. You're not a border state. You got five, six, seven thousand over a what three, four, five month period. They're getting that every couple days. Here's an issue inflation, economy. Stick with the things that matter and watch what happens. But it's hard. Apparently. I don't know why, but apparently it's hard. I want to go back and talk about 2020 and how it was stolen. All right, move on. Move on. Moveon.com. That's what we're doing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Are our best days behind us, people? Are they? You know, yesterday we talked about a uh, a poll, right? Because we're pretty fractured. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. There's, there, there, you know, now that we've decided that the, the only thing we ever really want to talk about is... Uh, politics and how fractured we are we're not it's fractured people make it out but ai right you know algorithms they they push things to the front because the whole thing about stuff is to evoke an emotion meaning okay if you see a cute kitty you might give it a like okay well maybe i'll send you another cute kitty but if you see a cute kitty i mean if you see a person screaming and yelling and throwing a fit and and and, and you might get a thumbs up and a comment or you might get a an angry face and a comment well guess what you're reacting in such a way now that i'm going to push you more of that oh oh i like that i like that right keep hitting the cheese keep hitting the cheese keep hitting the cheese if you're a mouse and that's kind of what's going on in america but it's so overblown we're not falling apart the world's not coming to democracy is that that stuff is silly and when i hear stuff like this i just shake my head i do americans are angry and they are worried about the future of this country Just 21% of adults say we are heading in the right direction. And once again, three out of four Americans say we are on the wrong track. 58%, by the way, say America's best years are behind us. That's an all-time high in our poll. That's just the dumbest thing in the world. We're living in the greatest time in the history of time, in the greatest country in the history of countries. By the way, if if you go to the UK, Britain, they're having a huge battle right now. Sweden... A massive battle right now. The far right, the far left. They're, 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 it's, you know, China's not. Everybody's got their problems. But it's all behind. It's not all behind us. But the noise is loud enough. And there's noise. Let's let's not forget about it. There's absolute noise going on out there that's ridiculous. And neither side wants to 
bring the temperature down. Two weeks ago, you had, uh, or three weeks ago, three weeks ago today, you had Biden come out and get that freakishly bizarre speech or whatever it was on that Thursday night where, you know, he's just, just, oh, it's the ultra MAGAs and the ultra this and, it's, and, and you know, totally dividing the country even more, demonizing a group of people that didn't help anybody. It didn't. And talk about raising the temperature. It did. If you're wearing the shirt and you're wearing the hat, don't come in my store. Don't come in my restaurant. Kick them out of the bank. I don't care. They're repping it like a gang. And anywhere else, gang violence isn't tolerated. So why is it for them? They're just uneducated white people. Kick them out. There you go. Well, Chad, that's kind of silly. How about this? It's not being covered. Do you guys see what happened in, uh, was it North Dakota? A man by the name of uh, Brant, Shannon Brant. He called 911 to report a pedestrian uh, being hit. He hit that pedestrian. Who was the pedestrian? He was an 18-year-old kid who he said he had a political disagreement with. And he said the 18-year-old kid was a Republican extremist, and he had called a bunch of extremists on the phone, and they were coming to get him, so he ran him over. By the way, small town. I want to point that out. His mom, the youngster's mom, knew who this kid was. I mean, knew who this guy ran over his, his kid was. Yeah, they have met. He didn't know him, but mom knew him. Nobody's talking about this. He's part of an extremist group. By the way, Brandt had been drinking. Don't worry, though. He's out of jail, which people are pissed about in the town, right and left. He admitted to the deputies that uh, initially he left the crash scene, then returned 911, but left again before the deputies could arrive. He's been charged with vehicular manslaughter, um, vehicular murder, and leaving the scene of an accident. The young 18-year-old was on the phone with his mother at the time. They said, again, political argument. A 41-year-old and an 18-year-old arguing over politics, and he believed this guy was an extremist, and he ran him over. Flip the script. What would this look like? Out of curiosity, if it was a crazy Republican that did this. I don't care who it is, what side of the aisle you're on. This is the stuff that we need to ratchet down. My God. Nobody's talking about it, though, right? Just insane. Insane. But when you go out and you demonize a group of people and you tell everybody, hey, if you're wearing that red hat, don't come to my store because you're part of a gang and you're uneducated white people. There's a spice store out here. We'll touch on this in a little bit. They, uh, on their website, and it's funny because I sent it to the guys last week. We really haven't touched on it this week. On their website, and they're a nationwide store, but they have a uh, location out here. But this is on their, their actual website website. There is a, next to the About Us, there's an About Republicans page demonizing them it's it's crazy 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Lear Capital wants to help you with inflation. It's going up. You don't want it to go up, do you? Well, it's going to. So what do you do? How do you protect yourself? What are some of the things you can do? One of the big things is look at the physicals. Gold, silver, coins, things of that nature. That's what Lear is here for. You can go to learchat.com right now. They're going to send you out an investor kit. And with it comes a free 50-cent Kennedy silver piece. It's yours, no obligation. They want to educate you on the things that they're able to do. 25 years they've, they've been doing this, and their trust pilot rating is fantastic. And they do things that others just don't do. Besides wanting to make sure you understand, they give you a 24-hour window when you make a trade. If you don't like the trade, after you get the invoice and you feel uncomfortable, they'll back everything out. It's not going to cost you anything. Find out all of this stuff by going to LearChad, L-E-A-R-Chad.com, LearChad.com, LearChad.com. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. The institution. I shouldn't be institutionalized. That's not very nice. Guys, we've got a winner. Actually, we got two of them. This man dreamed about that huge Mega Millions jackpot when he bought his ticket at the end of July. A billion dollars. I'm not going to spend a billion dollars. I'm sorry. Uh, but I can give it away to, to a lot of good organizations. We now know it wasn't him who won the $1.3 billion prize. It was two other people, but we won't know who they are. They bought the ticket in the Chicago suburb of Des Plaines and agreed to split the prize if they won. They've also told lottery officials they want to remain anonymous. And according to state lottery rules, they're allowed to do that if they want. Yeah, I think that's it's always smart, right? Because so many grubby people want to get their hands on your dollar bills, yo. Your dollar bills! I want to get on your dollar bills! I need your money! It's, uh, that's life-changing, right? Like, you win, you win 50 grand, you're like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. You win, you know, 10 grand. You win, you win 300 million? Wow, that's like... Remember that time I wanted to have a shark swimming around my couch while I sat there and watched football? I could do that now. <laughs> That's all you're thinking about, Chad. Uh, everybody always asks, too, with a, oh, you know, the first thing I'm going to do is let me give most of my money away. Shut up. You're not giving most of your money away. The first thing I'm going to do is buy the most obnoxious thing I can think of. <laughs> and once that's out of the way, eh, we'll figure it out from there. I just really think I'm going to give both of my money to charity and to good people. Let's go out and really help a lot of people. Really? No, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm going to make it rain. (laughs) I'm going to make it rain. Are you guys ready for that? I might have stripper poles in my house. You don't know. (laughs) You're the worst. I'm just saying, just, we need more honesty. Wait, would you respect that? Honestly. Are you going to give a lot of your money away? No, no, I'm not. Why would I give my money away? That's the dumbest thing in the world. Why would I do that? I worked hard to pay for that dollar to win that ticket. <laughs> I'm not giving it away. Government's taking some. And if I give it away, I'll give it to my church. Right? Yeah, that's it. But I'm not like, I'm not going to go out and, are you going to go help the homeless? No. No. Why? No. Because you, you're mean? No, not because I'm mean. It's just, what am I going to do? Give it to a group that's going to take it and piss it away? Eh, I'll pass on that. No. Set my family up. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do some fun stuff. You guys are going to like it. You're going to be really jealous. <laughs> I would be the people come away and go, that guy's the worst. Yeah. Other people go, well, at least he's honest. 
Yeah. But just stop with the I'm giving my money away crap. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You almost wish the person that's answering the question with a microphone just looks at him and pops him right in the head. Stop it. Don't say that. Give me a real answer. All right, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to be taller. And now for 75000 you can't. God, that story the other day. I've had more people hit me up on that story about how just creepy it sounds to stretch your legs for months so you can be a few inches taller. Vanity, baby. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson price of borrowing is going up that means everything else is probably going to well you know if you're paying for something right now i mean we there's no doubt inflation is not going anywhere anytime soon it's just not there's not a a a a collapse coming spoke to an economist yesterday said you know uh 2023 january are we in a recession and Yes, is what he said. Like, not even, are we? Yes, we're in a recession. That was like that. So stuff's getting more expensive. Are you ready for more expense? No, you're not. Republicans, you have the opportunity. Now, whether or not you use it, because you have stuff that matters. Trump tweeting stupid stuff doesn't matter. Did you hear about Trump's family? They're going after him for fraud and blah, 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 New York. I'm like, who cares? I don't care. You should care. Why? Why should I care? Tell me. Tell me why I should care about that. Has zero impact on my life. Don't you care about stuff that has an impact on your life or potentially could have an impact? Trump being found guilty or not guilty on anything doesn't matter outside of one thing you could look at the fbi thing and you could look at the raid and you can look at a lot of that stuff and say okay you know what if they if they if they absolutely go after him and try to convict him people should be pissed and upset over the fact that wait a minute here he took classified but this lady over here erased 33,000 emails and nothing. And that will look like two separate forms of justice. And that's an issue. But we're nowhere near any of those things. So I don't care. I care about making sure my kids get to school on time. Making sure their school is safe. And that they have teachers. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we have a teacher crisis in this country. And we're leading the nation in teacher crises in Arizona. We're near the bottom at everything. Pay, teacher satisfaction, how many kids are in a classroom. Now, my kids are lucky. They go to a, uh, like a co-op kind of school. They only go three days a week. But still, there's issues. 
And the reason is, is because the schools around where I live, in the Valley of the Dirt People, they're not very good. Those things matter. Those affect my life. On top of all of that, right, as we start to, to break things down, you know, the cost of everything, cost of doing business. These things touch us. They matter to us. And stuff's going to get more expensive. We raise rates yet again. Here's what it means for you. The cost of borrowing gets more expensive. Think car and home loans, also your credit card. Take, for example, the average credit card balance in the U.S. right now, about $7,000. If you are making minimum payments, the latest hike could cost you an additional $416 in interest. Uh, okay, l- 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 let's go over that again. If you are making minimum payments, the latest hike could cost you an additional $416 in interest. That's why it matters. Small business, it matters to you. Why? Because you have loans. Loans you're taking out, in many cases, revolving loans and, and, and credit with the, with, with, with the bank so you can make your payroll, so you can expand your business. These things matter. They land at our door. And then for the average person with inflation and everything else, you're putting stuff on credit cards. Well, things are getting more expensive. Producer Phil, what did you say you spent for two little bags of food the other day? Uh, $50. $50. The pain is real. The pain is real. The price of food at the grocery store has gone up, and there's no telling when it'll go back down. It's pretty tough out here for the prices, yeah. I bought some pickles yesterday at the grocery store, and they were $5. I was, I was in shock. And I cream was $7, and I was in shock yesterday. I've actually started pickling a lot, like canning stuff, just because I think it's going to get a lot worse. I do a little bit each, each time because it's just me and my husband. Probably maybe like $40 a week. We spend like $100 a week probably now. $100 a week from 40 7 bucks for ice cream. 5 bucks for pickles. Things are going up. It's the little things like that, and it starts to add up. You're starting to make choices. Those things matter. Republicans, if you're looking at this, just like I would tell the, 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 the Democrats, if it was the, on the, the she was on the other foot, I'd be saying, this is where you need to go. This is how you need to run this race. This is what's in front of you. They're giving you a roadmap to success, to take back the House, to take back the Senate. They're giving you a roadmap to success. Unfortunately, there's too many people out there, I think, who are, 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 are not the drivers and we're seeing that out here in Arizona, Blake Masters. Everybody thought this was going to be him taking back the, 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 the Senate seat that was one time McCain's. Then when he passed away, it went to John Kyle, who then, uh, who was a former retired senator himself. Uh, they, Martha McSally won a special election, and she served there for two years as a Republican. And then... During the next election cycle, for yet another two-year term, till we get to this one, Mark Kelly, a Democrat, won. And everybody thought, well, here's the place they're going to flip for sure. (laughs) Masters not doing a good job. They pulled out yesterday, from what I've been told, a huge amount of money. And Mitch McConnell said, no more. They don't think they can win this. The roadmaps in front of you, when you focus on lunacy, you lose. But the tide is turning. Abortion was once a big subject and being searched. Guess what? That is falling down in Google search on a day-to-day basis. 
abortion down immigration front and center. It's in front of you. You've got the opportunity to use these kind of things and to talk about, hey, this is what's going on. It's a nightmare. How do we take care of it? I go back to this uh, report, and I, and, I, and I find this, and this is what's going on in El Paso right now. And I want you guys to listen to this because the cost of it on a day-to-day basis. Three of the six members of the El Paso City Council have drafted a letter to Mayor Oscar Leeser. It urges him to issue a disaster declaration in hopes of receiving state or federal aid to help offset the cost of accommodating the estimated 1,500 undocumented immigrants who arrive every day. The letter says that El Paso spends about $300,000 daily to feed and house the newly arrived. The three council members who have signed it say the crush of people makes providing respectful and humane services to the migrants almost impossible. $300,000 a day, $1,500 a day. But you start adding that up. We have $2.5 million. It's on the front page of everything. Use the roadmap they're giving you of failed policy after failed policy. Use the roadmap that they're giving you over and over again on how to do the right thing and take it back. The problem with too much of this is we get bogged down in things that don't really matter. Who tweeted what? Who said this? It's like high school. And it's sad. It is. And and over and over again, I see it. Over and over again. Some stuff is fun to talk about. Let's not pretend it's not. But we do get bogged down in things, in particular in childish, silly things, that, that none of it matters. It's not real. It doesn't affect you. So-and-so tweeted something mean. So what? Don't read so-and-so's mean tweet. You move on with your life. Such-and-such said something. Again, don't have to listen to him. Don't have to listen to her. So what matters? Well, apparently that matters more than anything else. And that's the scary part. We have a country that you have... More people know who the Kardashians are than the three branches of government. They can tell you the three Kardashian sisters are. They can't tell you the three branches of government. That says a lot. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, Texas Show. A lot of stuff still to get to. We're going to talk about the, the surprises. Where could there be some more surprises? They're vulnerable Democrats. Our buddy Jim Kenny is going to join us. Uh, bottom of the hour, we're going to talk about this stuff because there is stuff out there. There are some surprises that may happen. And one of the things I'm looking at is the whole Warnock, uh, Ralph Warnock, who is the he won the special election, uh, a seat out in uh, when they had those two runoffs in 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 Atlanta. You know, I mean, not Atlanta, but Georgia. Uh, Warnock, I'm very interested in because he's taking on Herschel Walker. And there's a guy whose missteps are tremendous. But because of who he is, the race is close, and in some in many polls, he's in the lead. Talk about that. A lot of other things to get to as well, including an otter who apparently likes to surf and does not want to give back the surfboard. And don't mess with otters. I just want to let you guys Wild animals, even like an otter, not good friends. Let's just point that right there eden pure take a deep breath you know what i smell fresh air why because eden pure oxy lee to thunderstorm thunderstorm 
What does it do? Simply what it's supposed to. Eliminates odors. Doesn't mask them. Destroys them. You never have to buy any filters. You don't mess around with that. You just plug it in. It's well out of the way. It's super quiet. And it destroys odors. It's molecules come out. <laughs> Molecule killer. <laughs> Bad steak. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> awesome. That's what you want when you have smells. You got teenagers. I have one. Eh, smelly. You got uh, cats. Uh, we have some cats. Eh, smelly. I got lizards. Smelly. You wouldn't know, though. None of that stuff because of the Oxleaf 2 thunderstorm. Right now, your chance to get a three-pack, save $200, and get free shipping. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. What's trending? Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! Yeah, you haven't Stop. seen anything yet. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the old interwebs. Start with Twitter. What's the big thing? What's the hip thing? What's the dangerous thing? It's always funny. Again, like I say, Twitter is is you get there and... It's just such a different world compared to Google, right? So uh, on Twitter, you go, what's the number one thing trending right now? Ime uh, Udoka, right? There's apparently uh, possible disciplinary actions about the Celtics. I'm like, who? Exactly. First day of fall is trending because it is the first day of fall. So that's good. Good for fall. You don't. You get down here. It isn't until you get to number ten before Chris Matthews, the first kind of political you think you see over there. So all the fighting that goes on is is silly when it comes to politics on there because so many other things are getting so much more traction. And I think we forget that when it comes to. I mean, Anthony brought something up the other day. It's like, what does it take to get something trending? Apparently, you have to be fall. Thursday vibes, Thursday morning, Venmo me, Hobie, H-O-B-I, they're a K-pop band, apparently they're trending, they may be a K-pop, maybe a a guy in a K-pop band or a girl, oh yeah, Mm. head on over to Google though, and it's just straight, you know, outside of a few things, it's anything but, oh, Kardashian is the number one trending thing this morning, so Khloe Kardashian reveals baby boy Tristan Thompson, the pops of the baby boy. Aaron Judge, number one trending thing yesterday. Uh, what's his value? They're calculating his value. He, if you guys don't know who he is, he's the largest baseball player in captivity. That's not very nice, Chad. He is six foot nine. Uh, an absolute, it looks like Paul Bunyan coming up to take a swing. He is going to 
break Maris's rent. That's why I was like, I hope we get Aaron Judge. You're not getting Aaron Judge. Netflix Jeffrey Dahmer series kicked off. Financial charges against Trump trending yesterday. So was the pooter. Survivor trends. I, I, they're still doing a survivor? That's still going on? Apparently it is, Chad. That's a, shows you how out of the loop, loop I am when it comes to like regular everyday television. NFL's trending for tonight. Earth, Wind, and Fire trended a lot yesterday because it was the 21st of September. And one of the big things trending yesterday. Huge, huge thing trending. Tom Hardy, Venom actor. He won a, uh, what looks to be a judo championship at like a YMCA somewhere. So good for him. It's not very nice, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. It's uh, it's good when you have a chance to talk to people. Yesterday, I got a really kind email from somebody. I, I want to read this to you because I just want you guys to understand uh, some of the good stuff I get. And by the way, this is one of many I get during the day. It's funny that you start talking about rough greens because we're going to talk about rough greens in a second. When you're a dog whistle for white supremacists, blank you, Democrats hate white supremacists, and that is not America. So if you seem to think that, blank off, you Nazi. <laughs> he later on called me the C word. That's a lot of what I get right there. And I'm like, I didn't make the poll up. Just want to let you guys know that. By the way, I hate white supremacists too. Just to let you know. And the dog whistle thing, come up with some new stuff, please. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Democrats, Republicans, we're 45, 44 days away from that big night. Will it be a red wave? Will it be a blue wave? Will it be a trickle? We'll talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, here we are, some 40, I think, five days away from uh, this midterm election. Originally, it looked like it was going to be a walkover. We kind of have that, right? Like, that's what happens. We One party has power, and we're very much like, oh, we can't give them that much power. So the midterm rolls around, and we balance it out. And, and it looked like it was going to be an easy walk. You had high uh, inflation. You had a, a, an economy that was wacky and weird, which is still going on, but both of those as well. Uh, there, but then... Biden somehow and the the narrative changed throughout the 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 establishment media and it looked like uh oh they're tipping the balance of power but lo and behold stuff that matters is back on the front page of things and it looks like it's heading back towards republicans joining us now is our, our, our guy that we turn to when we want to talk about politics nationwide and uh, indeed locally is the one and only Jim Kennedy Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research Jim what first and foremost the house is going to be in the republicans hands even though th there's some candidates out there that you shake your head at. 
Yeah, Chad, hey, good morning. Hey, never, uh, by the way, never underestimate the Republicans' ability to screw something up. I mean, it's not quite on the Biden level, but um, yes, right now it's looking like some, based upon all the races that are out there that are still um, basically toss-ups, which there's anywhere between about 30 and 35 of those, depending upon who you talk to. It's looking at about a GOP plus seven right now. Um, but again, we've got a lot of races, 23 Dem seats or toss-ups, and there are about eight Republican seats that are toss-up, give or take, which, uh, you know, give or take some of the, some of the races out there. But yeah, the Republicans should win this. Uh, the numbers should have been bigger, but again, they don't necessarily run some of the best candidates, but as we'll talk about, that's also very much, um, and an example in the Senate races also where they're co could be costing themselves uh, with some questionable candidates that have been nominated. Let's talk about the, you know, because Mitch McConnell said, look, you know, we, we, we don't have quality candidates. And, and that's hurting on both sides, the, the Senate and the House. Some of those candidates out there, you do shake your head. I mean, in the way that certain things are district, you could run anything. You know, I mean, we heard that when Nancy Pelosi said you can run a, you know, a glass of water in AOC's district. And as long as it's got a D by its name, it's going to win. And she wasn't lying. But there are some places where it's important to have a candidate can expand the tent and get independence and bring back some of those Republicans. And it's not happening because some of those candidates are awful. Yeah, no, you're right. And actually, Pelosi is interesting that she, she would say that because she is a district where, the, where the Repub you could run a glass of water and basically a Democrat would win because it's one of those very blue Republic or, um, uh, Democrat districts in the state of California. So, yeah, she, she actually lives in that, you know, she's in that district, too. But, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of them out there right now. Uh, for example, like in one of the more vulnerable Democrats is Tom Halloran in, in the Arizona 2nd. Uh, that's a minus eight district for the Democrats, means Biden lost that district by eight points in the 2020 general. And he's going up against a Republican who is endorsed by Trump and won the primary with a very large field and came out of it, um, Eli Crane. And we'll have to see how that one works out. Also, Cindy, um, Cindy Oxney, excuse me, in Iowa's third is in pretty much a toss up district and a toss up race uh, a couple time um incumbent running again who's basically fighting for her political life now a lot of the democrats that were vulnerable not a lot but many of them lost in the primary were either primaried by somebody or lost in in the primaries so some of them disappeared that way also so uh, i'll have to see what, what continues to go on but yeah um you know republicans have, have certainly shot themselves in the foot with, with some of the candidates that have been picked and you know some of the trump people that have been that have been backed by trump may have won their races but are they best silly the people that are going to win the general i mean winning a primary that's what i want to talk about jim that's the next thing i want to talk about trump's revenge tour right i'm talk i'm not talking about getting rid of of cheney i mean we can argue you know what yeah that was partly a revenge tour the other part of it is too she had some issues up there i mean she was going to win anyways but she did some people weren't happy with you know they felt that she was just basically using the state as a as a place to hang her shingle and then it was in dc all the time but trump's revenge tour they beat people, but not necessarily, you know, you look in the goes, those, th those people they beat could have won the general, but all the people that voted for him, that's it. They're not going to expand the tent. Is this the, could this be the sign of, of, of weakening of Trump in the Republican Party if his people he pushed forward get boat raced? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it basically is going to be a make it or break it for him. Um, this is, you know, if, if he can get a lot of people in there that win, then he can basically, you know, establish more of a base coming in for 2024 if he's going to run. If he doesn't, then he kind of looks like Joe Biden and he's basically going to be kind of a lame duck or not a lame duck, but he's basically not going to have the power when it comes to 24 and the and the base because people are going to say, look, 
you know, the cult of Trump only goes so far. If we can't win elections, especially in House races, when we should have won the House by a lot of, you know, the Republicans should be pretty much a lock on the House right now. And they're only basically looking at about a plus seven right now, which, yeah. What should they be at? What should they be at? I would say they'd be somewhere around plus 18 to plus 22 based upon this economy. This economy is horrible. People vote with their pocketbooks. Okay, when they sit down to, to pay their bills on Thursday nights or whatever it is, they basically look at how much money's left over and they got a lot less left over because of gas prices, because of increased taxes in some places, because of grocery prices. That's the way that people vote. That's what they really remember. You know, can I put my kids into swim school this year or not? Because I don't have that extra four hundred and thirty two dollars because I've spent it on gas trying to, you know, get, get myself and my wife to work and back over the year. So those are the kind of things that really matter. And with, with this kind of an economy, yeah, I mean, we've had the worst inflation in 40 years. We should be looking at anywhere between plus 15 and plus 25, but they're looking at a plus seven right now, depending upon how things shake out because of this, because of candidates that have been questionable. And also not to be forgotten, the abortion vote, which is nothing technically political. That is a legal argument by, you know, that was, that was passed by SCOTUS the Supreme Court, that is getting a lot of uh, women registered and getting a lot of younger students, especially females, out there to vote um, who hadn't voted before or didn't really ha- didn't really have a concern about voting before, and now they do. Talking to Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research, we go over uh, a lot of that stuff. The uh, abortion vote, you know, it's funny if it's on the ballot in a state. And we saw that with Kansas, right? If it's on the ballot, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to show up that may otherwise. Uh, stay home because they are maybe are a one ballot, you know, one, you know, person. I mean, one uh, issue person, but it's not really on the ballot. And as we know, we got short attention span and it just seems like too much work to go and then to campaign for this guy to or gal so they can go to D.C. and over, you know, and over the next several months and years, they can get, you know, new people into Supreme Court. That's why I don't think it's going to have the same kind of play uh, that some people thought it was going to have because again, it, it, it was several months ago and we've kind of moved on. No, that, that's a very good point. I think every day you're, you're every day we get away from the decision. You're right. But the Dems are going to be beating the drum on that because if you're a Democrat, what are you beating the drum on the positive side, the anti-inflation act? Okay. Well that really, had, you know, that's not going to be effective for, for a long time. Uh, you can't beat it on the economy. You can maybe beat it on jobs, but you don't really have anything. So basically you've got to run a fear campaign on abortion. And you are correct on that, but don't forget how much easier we have made it to vote because of the pandemic in so many states that got mail-in voting. I mean, they're going to be ballots dropping within the next 15 days in a majority of states in the country. So basically, if they can keep the attention span for at least 15 more days for, let's say, college, you know, for college students, and they have a very strong on-campus effort, they can basically make sure that they get, that they bug all those college students to return those ballots that, you know, that they've registered for, that they got them, you know, to sign up in and to vote with, that could be a big difference. Plus, there's a number of these states that are going to have debates, which are not going to occur until well after the mail-in ballots have been issued. So they may not have the effect that you would normally would think of. But yeah, I think they're basically, you know, with the alternative voting and the easier voting in many states, that's not something to be discounted. But I do agree, every, every day we get farther away from it, it becomes less and less of an issue. But I would not discount it completely as possibly in key districts turning some votes over or turning some seats over. Talking to Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. Uh, Let's move over to the Senate. So the Senate looked like it was going to tilt to the Republicans. Now it's a toss up. Uh, You've got some places out here where they're pulling money. Masters seems to be DOA. I'm not quite sure 
if I would give up that soon because I think he's in a lot of polls within the margin of error. But I look out there at Oz and Federer, which, again, we can always ask the question, uh, you know, this is the best we can do, guys, on both sides of the aisle. And then, you know, you look out there with Warnock and, and you know, Walker. Uh, it's It's crazy. Handicap this for us because, again, this is important. This is Supreme Court justices. These are huge issues that, while locally politics is very important, and we all know that, there are national things that can come out of this that will affect us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and yeah, this is this is critical. This should have been somewhere where the Republicans should have pretty much probably had had about a plus two um, win. Basically, they you know they should be leading basically fifty two forty eight in the uh, in the Senate. But right now, it is completely a toss up, and it's going to go down you know to probably after. And don't forget, in Georgia, if you don't pull fifty percent of the vote in the general, uh, you don't win. You have to go into runoff, which is how we got Warnock. Um, from 2020 because the Republican didn't win the uh, enough. He was like 17,000 votes short. And that was part of when Trump was saying, hey, find me votes. It was basically not just for him, but it was also for the Senate race where they were looking for Republican votes um, in, in, in 2020. So yeah, most definitely Warnock Walker right now is a toss-up. Um, Nevada is a toss-up. Probably it might lean Lexall right now, but it's Laxall, but it's still a toss-up. Fetterman and Oz is a toss-up. That thing is just, I mean, that thing is just a dumpster fire of a race. I mean, no offense to, you know, to either candidate, but Fetterman's got his Oh, I take offense issues. to both candidates. There's no way that well, Dr. Yeah. Oz should be in this thing. And John Fetterman is unfit. He was unfit anyways because of his wacky ideas. I saw that he shows up for all the parole hearings, but very little of his other duties. And he had a stroke. And let's be honest, he didn't look well. He doesn't, he doesn't act like he, he, he has an idea of what's going on at times. You can't be in that position and not have a grip on things. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, you're ab- absolutely right. But you, you, you basically summed it up earlier. You look at Pennsylvania and you look, is this the best we could do, folks? Really? But yeah, no, neither candidate is basically. But one of them, you know, I, you know, barring something extremely weird, one of those two gentlemen will wind up being called a U.S. senator come you know middle of november and come january 3rd of next year but yeah it they are they're not the best but it's still a toss-up because basically each, each one of them has a unique ability to screw up every day and again fetterman finally agreed to a debate but i don't believe it's until like it's october 25th and yeah. ballots drop in about 15 days in pennsylvania so there'll be a significant amount of the vote already cast and i think that was very calculated on his side because i don't think he's going to stand up well literally and figuratively in a debate when it comes to basically sounding like he is competent and that he has, you know, that he has all of his faculties with him, not to criticize yeah. him. The gentleman, like you said, did have a stroke, but there are medical effects of having that stroke. And while people don't like to talk about it, it is something that's serious when you talk about a U.S. senator, somebody that, like you said, can ratify treaties, can determine if we're going to have a, you know, if we're going to give the Iranians a nuclear weapon, whether or not who's going to be a new Supreme Court justice. All things like that are critical to basically the, the the way the American government works, and you need somebody in there who knows what they're doing and knows where they are at all times. Uh, we've also got Wisconsin. <laughs> we've also got Wisconsin with uh, Ron Johnson running against Barnes. That one's a toss-up. It leaves Republican Ohio. Vance and Ryan has been kind of a nasty race there. That leans R. That's another Trump-backed candidate. And again, yours out there in Arizona, Kelly versus Masters. Uh, still a toss-up. Um, did they ever agree to two debates out there? Because I wasn't sure wherever that stood. Kelly is, no, they're going to do one debate, and I think it's later okay. on this month, but I, I talked to Masters the other day. He came in for an interview for uh, my local show, mm-hmm. and he said he thinks Kelly's going to bow out like the last minute. 
say I have to be in DC or something. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, you think he's going to flake? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, again, I don't know, but uh, uh, handicap it for us. And we're going to talk to you again before the elections. Right now, oh, yeah. if you were to say who wins the House, you say the Republicans by seven. It should have been by 18 to 22. Who wins yep. the Senate or does it kind of stay where we're at? We may we may we may look at a 50 50 Senate right now. It's kind of the best way. This is kind of because you got to figure these are going to get tossed up unless somebody leans one way or another. I mean, both. Both Pennsylvania and Georgia are, are, are probably the key races because you've got the most variables there with the candidates. Neither of those candidates in any of those races are wonderful. I mean, Herschel Walker is a great running back, but is he a great candidate? Warnock's no, got, he's not. Is, Warnock's got enough troubles to basically that any Republican that was an established politician, um, if, if they'd run Purdue again, he probably would have been able to beat him without a problem. But since they ran Walker, um, you know, again, this is a Trump legacy. Can he can he deliver the Republicans? Georgia is going to be the question. And that's going to maybe one of the key things that whether he's going to be a viable candidate in 24 for Donald Trump. You know, is, is, is he going to cost the Republicans Georgia again? Because technically yeah. he might have costed them in, in the in the runoff with the the vote wasn't you know legit. Don't go vote in the in the runoff. Well, yeah. that costs a lot of votes. So yeah, right now I'm saying 50-50, but yeah, we'll chat more later on. But that's where we are as of this point, six weeks out. Appreciate you coming on, Jim Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research at Righty Jim. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chad. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go there, get your Rough Greens. It's a free bag. It's going to be delivered right to your home. All you do is cover the cost of shipping. What do you get? The best thing I've ever given my dog. It's a supplement called K9 Vitasmart. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. It's gluten-free, and it brings out your, really, the nutrients that your dog's Food doesn't give them because your dog's food is meant to live on a shelf. And this changes all that. It has been amazing for my older dog and it's been incredible for my younger dogs. Try it now for free. It's called Rough Greens. A free bag comes to you. You cover the cost of shipping. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio, medium rare, and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Nick Erickson is usually the one riding his surfboard, but when he left it empty for a moment after catching a wave off Santa Cruz, a sea otter figured it ought to be the one riding it. It climbed on and made itself at home. Nick's friends on shore couldn't believe it. No way. Nick's tactics range from the puny trying to splash the sea otter to the brave attempting to tow it towards shore. But every time he touched the board, the sea otter, possibly a pregnant sea otter, would lunge at it. Yeah, you don't want that. Last thing you want is an otter attack. We don't need that. We've already got enough sharks out there. A little bit of blood. Otters, you know, saying, hey, eat this guy. Don't eat me. Don't eat me. Were you actually scared? A little bit, yeah. It's like a pit bull puppy in a sense. Like, <laughs> it, it looks cute, but you know how dangerous it can be. None of you guys went out to help him. He should have just swam in. <laughs> I didn't want to leave the board, though. When Nick yeah. got too close, the sea otter would dive in after him. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Finally, another surfer came to the rescue, managing to shove the board away from the otter. It was like a scary movie. You can imagine which one... 
Yeah. You know what I would have thought? Uh, it's getting on here for a reason. Is there something in this water that I don't know about? But Nick was unscathed. Was the board damaged? Yeah, it took out a couple of chunks. With its teeth. Well, what else would it take it out with? It brought a hammer with him. It was weird. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. If you missed any show, grab the podcast. It's interesting having Jim on because, you know, we focus on a lot of the big races, but there are other things out there. And remember, this is made up of a lot of people. Uh, small, you know, uh, areas that are going to have races that are going to be important to both sides to make sure they win. Because as a as a congressperson, your vote still counts as a vote. And I think we forget that at times. And, the, and, and I was shocked in some ways to hear that the Republicans should be up by 22 points, I mean, 22 seats in the House potentially. But now at maybe seven, that's crazy. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. At Chad Benson Show's Twitter, your Instagram, it's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Always remember, it's the economy, stupid! Yesterday, the Fed came out and do what the Fed does, which is uh, raise rates at this point in time. I don't think they really had a choice. It's another 0.75% interest rate hike from the Fed. The Federal Reserve's third interest rate hike in a row, an effort to tamp down on sky-high inflation, rising at the fastest pace since the 1980s. The three-quarters of a percent hike means borrowing costs on everything from credit cards to car loans and mortgages will go up, but savings accounts will earn more interest on deposits. Again, it's the oddest thing in the world. When I try to explain it to people on on the whole thing about what we try to do to tamp down inflation and to slow an economy down. Like, why would you want to slow an economy down? Well, it's different than a normal, quote unquote, time because we went through COVID. And some of this is artificially uh, manufactured because we handed out money to God knows how many people. I mean, how many see every day I'm turning around. I was like, oh yeah, we, we got this group over here that did the PPP, and we did this group over here. The, the, we're catching a fraction of the people that stole a bunch of money. But uh, back to what I was talking about. Quick explanation of what we're trying to do. Okay, we want to slow the the, the the economy down to where we bring it into you know parity. Like for like, one for one. Right now, the economy's hot. Things are inflated because there's not enough of things. We're not producing enough things. Or even if we're producing a ton, uh, it could be record levels. So many people have disposable income and income to purchase certain things. Therefore, it's putting pressure on those prices are driving up because people know they can get more money for it, et cetera, et cetera. So what you try to do is you try to take two steps backwards because we've already taken two steps forward. Now we want to take two steps backwards. And then try to take two steps forward. The fear is you get momentum going in one direction. 
So the steps forward we've taken because of all of the money we've spent and handed out and all this stuff, and then you throw in the COVID and the supply chain issues and the lack of certain things, what ends up happening is that momentum carrying it forward will start to create inflation. If it goes too far, it starts. We, we start to you know fast walk, then jog, then, oh, my God, we're in a sprint. And what happens then? Hyperinflation. We don't want that. But you don't want to take steps backwards where you build up momentum and as you start to build up momentum walking backwards, you start to tumble and fall. And, oh, my God, you're out of balance. And then what happens is you put us into a deep recession. So it's it's finding that dance move where you go cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha, back and forth. back. That's what you're trying to do. And it's hard to do because, as we all know, most people have no rhythm. Fed Chief Powell said, we're going to keep at it until the job is done. That's plain English there. And what that means is that that three-quarter percent rise in rates today, the third of that magnitude in a row, you can expect more of it. In fact, the Fed now projecting that rates could rise by another one and a quarter percent by December. Yeah. You know, I asked yesterday, I was talking to an economist here locally, uh, Elliot Pollock's name, nice guy. Uh, you know, very straightforward, very much you what you would think a, a, an economist would be, you know. And uh, I asked him, so why doesn't he just come out and do it? Let's do it. Let's do it two points. Let's just let's at some point you're going to have to do it. If we're going to raise it by, uh, you know, point and a quarter, we're, we're 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 easing our way into some. I get he's trying to to because so much of what they're trying to do with the Fed with the economy and why this is important is every time you borrow money if you've got an ingestible if you've got a key lock if you've got credit cards if you're going out to purchase a vehicle or a home you're going to be paying more and probably getting less that's why this matters if you're a small business owner right so you a small business owner you know right now Many of you out there, you've got a line of credit at the bank. That's getting more expensive. What do you do with that? Well, that's part of your expansion. You're going to add another truck because you own a plumbing company or an HVAC company. All of a sudden, you're thinking about adding another couple people, but you borrow that money for payroll and things of that nature. So that's what you know. why this matters. This is kind of the, the, the touch and feel. The Fed's supposed to like guard and and do certain things, and so much of it is is boring and drab. But this is where you're trying to feel your way into how do I balance it right? Like you know, they talk about a soft landing. Well, think about this: you've lost both engines, you know, uh, you know. But can I control the nose where at least we're going to land on our in the wheels or the belly scenario? Too often, you, you just can't. But part of this is their doing. Understand, it's their doing. It is. It's their doing. You know, I, I said, Elliot, why don't they raise it 2%? Why haven't they been? I mean, this is their doing for the last two years. Three years, we should have been raising rates. Quarter here, quarter there. We didn't have to do it every quarter, but we could have been inching our way up. And and he said, look, part of it's politics. First of all, Trump never wanted that, liked the cheap money. The second thing is, yeah, the pandemic came in, but Fed Chair Powell wanted another term, so he's not going to go out and raise rates. But it hurts. The price of food at the grocery store has gone up, and there's no telling when it'll go back down. It's pretty tough out here for the prices, yeah. I bought some pickles yesterday at the grocery store, and they were $5. I was, I was in shock. And ice cream was $7, and I was in shock yesterday. I've actually started pickling a lot, like canning stuff, just because I think it's going to get a lot worse. I do a little bit each 
each time because it's just me and my husband. Probably maybe like $40 a week. We spend like $100 a week probably now. That's huge. First of all, I had no idea pickles were, I don't even know what pickles cost, but ice cream, seven bucks, man, that's expensive. We, I, I, that's, you know, I like ice cream. I'm very boring and very bland. You guys know that, you know, I like ice cream and uh, my vanilla ice cream. Uh, I like to have like a, a, a couple scoops a night, you know, but, uh, which I don't need, but I, I hasn't got seven bucks where I am. And again, I'm in the Valley of the Dirt people. So, uh, you know, it's not like we have a huge choice where I live. You know, in Phoenix, we got tons of choices, but that's expensive. Seven bucks. You know, gas is going up again in certain parts of the country. Out here in the West, obviously, it's going up a little bit higher uh, because we're getting ready to change over to some sort of winter blend. But we also don't have the uh, uh, a lot of the things that, uh, you know, the Southeast and the East Coast have, which is a lot of these pipelines. So we're, we're shipping stuff in here. So that's why it's also a little bit added cost. But you feel it. And that's every day. That's what we're feeling. That's why when we look at the uh, what's coming up here in you know the midterms, it's so important. You know who are you voting for? Why are you voting for them? Are you voting for them because you think you know what? I would like somebody fiscally responsible. Well, that ship sailed a long time ago. None of these people are fiscally responsible. It's hard to be fiscally responsible when it's not your money, and you have to spend. Right? You have to spend. Because you need to make your constituents happy. And you also need to make sure they're happy enough to send you money. It's just, it's a weird thing. But my goodness me, when you, seven bucks for ice cream? Are you kidding me? Five bucks for, for pickles? I can go, go get uh, a cheeseburger out of McDonald's and some fries and spend about five bucks, six bucks. I come in here and to try to go get a grilled chicken salad. To buy the chicken alone is going to cost me 10, 12 bucks. The, uh, the salad mix will cost you $4, let alone dressing if you're eating dressing. So, you know, it's eating the, the healthy stuff is way more expensive. Yeah. Way, way, way more expensive. And that's why, you know, it's one of the reasons we have an obesity problem. And the fact that some of the food is just so delicious in this country is, is we've made the stuff that, that is tasty and not good for us really inexpensive and mass quantities of it are available. And we've made the stuff that is very healthy. Uh, a, it's not always the greatest tasting. We know that. It's an acquired taste. It takes a while. Some of it's good, but, you know, but uh, we've made that a, a lot more expensive. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Our poor are fat. Think about that for a second. It used to be a, something that you were very proud of. Like back in the day, you go look in the Roman days and the old days back. Oh, look at that guy over there. He's fat. That fat guy must be doing really well. No wonder the women find him attractive. He's, he's fat. Must have a lot of money. That's why they got the fat cat. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. He's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Google searches. What matters? Touch a little bit on that as well. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in the Ukraine. Yesterday, everybody sat down uh, and uh, got translated to because the U.N. folks, well, they were all there talking about it. Yes, we're talking about. Are you ready? Uh, The war. That was the big topic yesterday. Greetings to all people of the world. President Zelensky addressing the UN via video link, saying Russia should be stripped of its veto power in the UN Security Council. Ukraine demands punishment 
for trying to steal our territory. Punishment for the murders of thousands of people. The growing concern that if Putin feels cornered, he may become even more dangerous. Yeah, and he's, uh, you know, we saw it the other night when he's, you know, threatened to uh, use nuclear power. Interesting uh, article that was that posed something about, you know, encroaching on Russia's land and something that was thrown out there about what he might want to do. Because what have I always said? A, a the most dangerous animal in the world is a is a man cornered with nothing to lose. You know, Sun Tzu, you say, was well, you, you never, ever, ever, ever. And Mike Lyons has talked about it. We had him on yesterday. You never put a person in position where you've got him essentially covered on all four sides. You always want to give them an out. And could he be doing something where he's almost inviting something? Interesting. We'll talk about that. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text said program. My pillow per kale bed sheets. Available right now for your pleasure. And a bunch of other great stuff. You can go to mypillow.com. Use the promo code Chad, uh, Benson. It's mypillow.com slash Benson. Mypillow.com slash Benson. Per kale bed sheets, best sale of the year. They're like $40. Normally they're 80 But on top of that, they've got all kinds of other amazing, incredible deals on the my pillows the mattress toppers you name it they got it and let's not forget about the slippers because it is that time of year because we're getting towards you know it's it's fall now right if i'm correct autumn fall we're, we're here now it's it's i think today it arrived so it's time you know i don't care if it's 95 where you are you need to put on a sweater and go outside and you know and have a latte with some uh, sort of pumpkin in it my pillow can't help you with that, but they can help you with everything else. Six-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warning on the Percale bed sheets, thirty-nine ninety-eight. Deep discounts on everything from my pillow, uh, the my pillows to the the amazing mattress topper, which is my favorite, to everything in between. Check it out by going to mypillow.com/benson, mypillow.com/benson, mypillow.com/benson. This here be the Chad Benson show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. The UN Charter stipulates the value of human rights, dignity, and life. Zelensky yesterday speaking to the UN. Uh, he had a lot to say, rightly so. Uh, everybody got together, right? They had their big meeting. They got together. And we'll touch on a little bit of what Biden said. And and Biden, you know what? He, he you got, there's some days where you're like, all right, we got to give him a little extra, right? We got to get him a little. We got to give him a little something, something. Get him out there. We got to we got to pump him up a little bit because this is important. Arguably, no, absolutely the number one story in the world for us, because all of us deal with our day to day lives. We, you know, inflation, rising rates, things of that nature. Those things matter. The number one story, though, if you were going to go what globally the story of the world, it is this. Putin is conscripting 300,000 people. We'll get to that in a second. But he's threatening nuclear options. Should anybody impede in what is going on over there, in particular, if he feels Russia is coming under attack. A permanent member of the United Nations Security Council invaded its neighbor, attempted to erase a sovereign state from the map. Russia has shamelessly violated the core tenets of the United Nations Charter. 
This war is about extinguishing Ukraine's right to exist as a state. That should make your blood run cold. This world should see these outrageous acts for what they are. Putin claims he had to act because Russia was threatened. But no one threatened Russia. And no one other than Russia sought conflict. Yeah. One of their big uh, stars uh, came out the other day and, and made some noise. Uh, think of somebody like a, you know, uh, you know, Aretha Franklin or, you know, somebody like it's massive, like a 70s, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s kind of pop star. And uh, she came out and said some stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, she's going to fall up the stairs in a day or two. Right. Oh, she had a bad hip. It's uh, the pressure is there. It is. The pressure is there. Interesting article about, okay, here's what may happen. Russia says don't encroach on anything that is Russia. Okay. Nobody was. Well, they're going to have elections in some of these areas that the Russians currently occupy to say, do you want to be Russian or do you want to stay Ukrainian? Stick with me here. Russia, as they point out in this article, says, oh, they want to be Russia. So we now claim this is part of Russia. So anything that the Ukraine does would be seen as an attack upon Russia. What weapons are the Ukrainians using? They are using weapons supplied by us and several of the NATO allies. So now you're attacking us. This is where we feel threatened. The problem is, I think people are seeing through it. That's the big thing. And the Ukraine is not stopping. And the 300,000 he's calling up, (laughs) they're not excited about this. And uh, they're leaving Facing heavy losses in Ukraine, President Putin announced a partial military mobilization. The Russian president is looking for 300,000 reserve troops to fight his war. But instead, Russians are mobilizing on the streets of Moscow, chanting, send Putin to the trenches. Other Russians are fleeing the country. Flights from Moscow to all visa-free destinations selling out quickly. There are also long lines of cars heading to Finland, which has open borders. Yeah. And by the way, uh, some of those coach tickets, from what I understand, were going for as high as $9,000. Soak that up. People are spending nine grand. Uh, I follow this couple on uh, the old YouTube and they were speaking in Russian and the girl comes home and she's younger uh, and she's upset because some of her classmates have been called up. And let's not forget the fact that they're going into the, the, the jails and they're sending criminals, many of whom probably have military experience, but at this point, I don't think he cares because it's not about winning and in certain points right now it's about filling numbers and if you die well that's part of you died for your motherland you're a scumbag anyways the way they look at it three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson shows your twitter it's a chad benson show the chad benson show Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What are we searching for on the internet? Well, abortion down to number 18. Number 15, inflation as it pops up. And uh, 
up to number 10. Surprise this week, border and immigration. If you break it down, and, and why it matters, again, is we head into the, the world of midterms, which is, you know, look, we're talking about it. There's no doubt about it. And, and it's going to get louder and louder because that, that's where we are. We're now 40-some days out, and midterms are in front of us. And Politics is a sport. It's the national sport outside of football. And we'll talk about football in a little bit because, boy, did I suck last week. This week I'm going to do better, I promise. So I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty sure that you know, politics isn't going anywhere, and politics is now just melded with pop culture. That's why it's, it's such a big thing. But this entire thing with what – DeSantis is, is paying off, I think, in a way that that, that the left didn't understand it would. But border and immigration are now number 10 on the most searched topics over time in the U.S. You have border, Joe Biden, Russia, China, firearms, Ukraine, wages, Donald Trump, taxes and jobs. When I look at like the economy to taxes, jobs, it's all kind of the same thing. But that's huge. That is massive. That it's there. And Democrats, this is not the winning subject for you. This is not. Abortion is starting to come down. And what's coming up are things that matter. But when you look at this, border immigration, that's a winner right now for for Republicans. That absolutely is. Wages, taxes, jobs, winner for the Republicans. All of those things are are winning for the Republicans. Speaking of immigration, again, keep it front and center. The let's let's remember we have how many people that have come over here? The record's been set now, and we're not even done. We still have a month left. They're talking about it. They have no choice. But remember, our border super secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. The border is secure. 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 That border's not secure. You know that, and I know that. You know that, I know that. Everybody knows that. So what happens? We send 50 people, 50 people to Martha's Vineyard, and people lose their mind because they're hypocrites, because to them, social justice action is saying a lot, maybe donating a little, and none of which your time, but making sure 100% that whatever I do, I don't have to deal with it or see it. Remember what they said the other day. They felt they've come to paradise because they have all this stuff. Well, then the lawyers get a hold of them. In what country in the world are you allowed to enter illegally into a country violating its laws and within a week be in court suing the very government whose laws you've just violated? Well, that's what we hear today that the 48 migrants from Venezuela who violated our laws a week ago and entered the country illegally are now suing. They're now in court, they have a lawyer, and they're suing. This is incredible. No other country in the world would allow that. No, no, because we are idiotic. 
We're not serious about doing anything about this. And part of that is on the Republicans, because for years you've had opportunities to do anything and you didn't. And same thing with the Democrats. The difference is, is all of you guys have invited in things because you thought it would help you politically. Now the mess is so big that the only thing you guys can do is fight with each other, not trying to find any real solutions. But think about that for a second. Listen to that. Just for a second, listen to that. We're allowing people to come into our country. And they're like, we're going to sue you. For what? We're going to sue you. Who does that? Do you want to go back to Venezuela? Ask him how it is over there. And the other hypocrisy here is all of these people in the media, in politics, going around saying that we have an obligation to assume this responsibility of caring for millions of people who are coming, have come, or want to come. Who assumes a responsibility? Who supports the paper? Who's supposed to pay for all this? Because they don't want to pay for it. They don't want it. What they're basically saying is we should allow anyone who comes here illegally to come and to stay, and we should assume that responsibility, but only if they stay in Florida, but only if they stay in Texas. Not if they come to New York, not if they come to Massachusetts, not if they come to Washington, D.C. They're hypocrites and they're radical leftists who want to destroy this country. That's what this is. Absolutely 100 percent correct. 100 percent. It's the thing that we talk about all the time. It's that social justice. But here's the thing. Social justice means a lot to people when it comes to being viewed, not the actions. They want to be seen as kind and nice. They want to be seen as giving and caring and open hearted and open minded. They don't actually want to be that. Nothing in their mind says, hey, uh, uh, you know, let's be honest and say that we need to fix this. No, what it says is let's make sure everybody knows that I'm a solid individual and I'm a great person. But when push comes to shove. They want nothing to do with it. They don't want to take up any responsibility. They don't want to do their, quote, unquote, fair share. It is a mess at the border. And if you're not, if you're listening to me and you're not in McAllen and you're, you're, you're not in Phoenix or El Paso or Tucson or Yuma, you maybe have a little idea of what's going on because maybe, you know, you're watching Fox or, or, or you're reading about it even now in the New York Times. CNN talked about it the other day, how many people come across. There's no doubt what's happening. And maybe you're just going, oh, then you don't have the understanding of what it's like when you look out there and you see masses of people that are coming across the border on a daily basis. And the pressure it puts on schools. And communities who do assume them. And then when somebody else is asked to do their quote unquote fair shares, they always like to yell at everybody, you should do your fair share. They're like, I don't really want to do my fair share. No, no, you don't. It's ugly. Three of the six members of the El Paso City Council have drafted a letter to Mayor Oscar Leeser. It urges him to issue a disaster declaration in hopes of receiving state or federal aid to help offset the cost of accommodating the estimated 1,500 undocumented immigrants who arrive every day. The letter says that El Paso spends about $300,000 daily to feed and house the newly arrived. The three council members who have signed it say the crush of people makes providing respectful and humane services to the migrants almost impossible. Think about that for a second. They got 50 people in Martha's Vineyard. They freaked out. 
By the way, Martha's Vineyard has what, like 70,000 permanent residents, but during the summer it swells to 200 to 300,000. So they got 50 people there in one of the, the arguably one of the richest, most magical enclaves that we have in this entire country. This, this, and, and they lost their ever loving mind. El Paso gets fifteen hundred a day. It cost him three hundred thousand dollars a day. But it's okay if it's there. Out of the way. As long as we don't see it, it doesn't happen. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show was your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. If you do not keep this front and center. If you're a Republican, you're an idiot. If you do not make this the thing, you're an idiot. You've got every opportunity right now to absolutely make this the thing. And if you don't do it, you are idiotic. Right now, this is what it's all about. And whether you're on the right or left, you know we need a secure border. We need to follow some laws. There are things that have to be done and we need to fix. This cannot we cannot sustain this and continue to function after a while. Where are we in five years, 10 years? Because it isn't slowing down. That's for damn sure. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Talk a little NFL coming up. NFL, baby, because tonight, uh, Thursday Night Football, which I uh, will be watching. I'm excited. A little Thursday Night Football tonight. And then, of course, I'll give you my picks tomorrow. But I got to make a pick today because, you know, I, I got to, you know, I, I don't want a Monday morning slash Friday morning quarterback and do, oh, I really meant to pick that team. I'm transparent. I sucked last week. I'll do better. That I promise. Plus, we know who the winners are, kind of, of that massive, huge lottery. Bunch of other things to get to as well. 323-538-2423. That's the text line. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Uh, it's called uh, Rough Greens Canine Vitasmart. You sprinkle on top of your dog's food, and it brings your dog's food to life. I've been giving it to my dogs for, well, my older dog, Doodle, for going on four years now. And uh, my younger dogs, we've had for one for about a year and a half, and the other one for two years. And they've been taking it ever since we've had them. And they love, love, love it. They love the taste. But most importantly, I love what it does for them. Brings their food to life. And with their vitamins, the minerals, the probiotics, the Omega-369, all this incredible stuff, it has really given them a healthier jumpstart in their life and kept our older one healthy and happy. Right now, Dr. Dennis Blacks wants you to try it for free. Absolutely free. You just cover the cost of shipping. It's a few bucks. And you'll have a chance to put it to the test. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Try it now. Get your bag of Rough Greens absolutely free. Put it to the test. See what it can do for your dogs. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Wrap it up. Straight ahead. Chad Benson. Sure. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. That's the Thursday night theme of the NFL because we have a Thursday night game because that is our other national pastime between arguing with each other over politics 
Yes, it is called uh, football tonight. Game. Browns, Steelers. I have no idea. I'm just going to, it's a pick em. Uh I'm probably going to go with the Browns tonight. I don't, there's no rhyme or reason. I, I couldn't tell you why. Uh, I just, I look at them and I think, eh, yeah, they're at home. You know, I don't know how good uh, the Steelers are. They're not putting that rookie in just about yet. But uh, I'm just going to go with the Browns. I think the Browns get it done tonight. Just a, just a gut feel. A gutter, a gutteral feel. I got a gutteral feel and scream. Ah, it's the Browns. I sucked last week. <laughs> last year was really good. This year, not so much. 15, 16, and 1. Are you kidding me? You got to do better than that, Chad. You just got to do better than that. So uh, how would you like to win $1.3 billion? Remember that big ginormous thing? It was the third largest in our country's history when it came to a lottery. And, well, we know. Kind of. We know. This man dreamed about that huge Mega Millions jackpot when he bought his ticket at the end of July. A billion dollars. I'm not going to spend a billion dollars. I'm sorry. Uh, but I can give it away to, to a lot of good organizations. We now know it wasn't him who won the $1.3 billion prize. It was two other people, but we won't know who they are. They bought the ticket in the Chicago suburb of Des Plaines and agreed to split the prize if they won. They've also told lottery officials they want to remain anonymous. And according to state lottery rules, they're allowed to do that if they want. Yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, they're each going to walk with a nice chunk of change, about three hundred million each. So uh, that's good. Gets a good gig if you can get it. I mean, that's an overnight. I mean, that's that that that's beyond life. Like a million bucks for most people, two million bucks. I mean, for the vast majority, like ninety five percent, ninety nine percent of people, as a life changing, right? Like we can all go well, that life change. Three hundred. Million is insane. It's fantastic. It's just fantastic. I would love that. Oh, my goodness, mate. That, I mean, what do you do with it all? You think about it, right? Because every time we get to this point where where we have a lottery that gets this big and it's starting to move up there again, you do think, like, it's a, you know, in your mind, you allow yourself to go there, which is what we need. What will we do? If you're a happy person, you'll be happy. If you're a miserable person, you'll still be who you are. But but it's like, what's that thing? What you gonna do? I mean, it's 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 crazy, but it's exciting. It's fun. We need fun. We need fun, kids. We got rake hikes. We got Russia going crazy, right? You got protests in Iran. If you've not followed this story, it's a very interesting story. First of all, just know this, and many of you out there who are social justice warriors, I'm sure would love to have this, uh, just not this kind of morality police. A 22-year-old, Masha Amini, was, uh, well, she didn't wear her headscarf. And the morality police, they picked her up and uh, they said to her, you've got to do this. And she said no. So they uh, uh, were expected to release her, but they threatened her. We're like, hey, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to put you in, you know, re-education camp, blah, blah, blah. Apparently she suffered a massive heart attack at 22 and healthy and died. Uh, nobody buys that. And so there have been uh, protests on a daily basis, a big time protest. People are dying. They're using live ammunition. It's 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 ugly. So when you when you think about all the stuff we go through here and everybody freaks out and and you, you yell and you scream, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so angry about this and I'm angry about that and blah, 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 blah. It, 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 think about 
Life is so much better. The alternative is so much worse when you really get down to the brass tacks. It is so much worse. It really is. In so many places. Oh, my Lord. I just, it's, it's nuts. I mean, they, she didn't wear a headscarf. Could you imagine? We're talking about abortion, right? Hulu yesterday, I'm sitting there going, what the hell is this show? It's Huluween. So every year, Hulu, they have Huluween where they have all these, you know, they have new movies and, and you know, stuff for the kids. There's a drag Huluween extravaganza. And people, if you go out and you say, I just think that's ridiculous, because it is kind of ridiculous. Uh, you're, you're, you're deemed evil and bad. This woman didn't want to wear a headscarf. And they have morality police who came and took her off the streets and she died of a heart attack. Kind of like all those oligarchs die over there of falling off buildings or upstairs. How do they fall upstairs? Exactly. They fell up the stairs. They fell down the stairs. They shot themselves twice. They were really angry at themselves. It just shows you that we are so ridiculously blessed in this country. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You can tweet at us. You can text the program. A lot of stuff to get into uh, over the next couple days. We're heading. We're not too far away from midterms. And this year is important. You know, I'm never going to tell you how to vote. You do what you do, what makes, you know, sense for you. Uh, but always remember that politics is local in so many ways and so much that uh, stuff that sucks the air out of the room is that national race. But local races matter because that touches you closer to home than anything else. And I think sometimes we forget that, hey, those school board races, those city council races, wow, those things really do matter. You guys have a blessed rest of your Thursday. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. I was wondering where you are. Guess what I see, kids? Friday. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.